everybody. We're so excited today to be here to be talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are ranking all 22 films. We have previously done this uh, after Infinity War, is that right? Or after Black Panther? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was Black Panther, yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, I have my friend Reese is here to do this with me. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I also do uh, videos on YouTube, although... I didn't really upload as much as I could, but um, yeah, I very much love the MCU and uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, so we just had Endgame come out and uh, so it's kind of the end of this chapter. I guess they say that that Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be the true ending of this phase. And uh, so, yeah, I love the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. I don't think any of their movies have been unwatchable, in my opinion. I think that they have all been, like, not all of them are fresh for me, but I don't think that any are a Superman 4 or a Batman and Robin kind of level, in my opinion. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think all of them have. I mean, like, some of them do come down to just, like, goofy cgi versus cgi but that is still an enjoyable thing to watch so yeah i mean some of them the structure could be better or the balance of humor to uh to tension whatever doesn't quite work or you know little things uh but yeah i don't think that any of them are awful so it's a pretty impressive achievement that they managed to do with 22 movies yeah definitely I'm very sad to uh, say goodbye to like this era of the MCU. Yeah, me too. So yeah, and so let us know your rankings and uh, in the comment section or on Twitter. And we'll definitely have some controversial stuff. But like yeah. I said, at the very least, know that, and I don't think any of these movies are awful. Yeah, and uh, just remember, if you're looking at someone's ranking, even if it's not on this video, don't send them hate. If they like a certain film more than another film then that's their opinion and everyone has their own opinion right exactly so all right well this is gonna be fun we're just gonna go through them in chronological order and each give where they land in our ranking and then we'll go over our our full lists at the uh at the end so it should be pretty fun okay so let's start with the original that is having its 11 year anniversary this year the original iron man you know i think this movie holds up really well i think it's a really good origin story i think we forget sometimes how smart tony is and how kind of scrappy he is especially in this when he's in that cave i think it really works and you know it was sort of our first uh evil man of business <laughs> with jeff bridges in this and that got a little tired after a while but i think it works for this one and i don't know i just think it's really entertaining and i have it at number five um yeah i'm pretty controversial on this one um throughout the mcu i think the way tony stark has developed does make me um appreciate this film more but I think as a film in itself, I don't think it's incredible. I don't think it's amazing. I think the I think the pacing is a little bit slow sometimes. And I think other than Tony himself, I don't think there's many memorable characters. And I think the final fight is a bit just too 
it's, it's just, I don't think it's an entertaining final fight, really. So, um, yeah, I'm a bit controversial when it comes to Iron Man. But, I mean, I, have, I do enjoy it more than when I first saw it. It has grown on me a little bit. But, uh, yeah, sadly, I do have it at number 19 ah. in my ranking. So, yeah. yeah. Very, very low. So, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. All right. Well, I, I think uh, what's interesting is just how different kind of it feels. So it can be a little jarring to go back to it uh, because yeah. it was so all the, the really early ones kind of feel very different than the, the kind of the feel of the last phase, I think. The yeah. I think that's um, definitely a problem in my, like for me because like I didn't watch it. I only got into the MCU around the time of Thor Ragnarok. Uh-huh. So I didn't watch it in order. And so watching like Thor Ragnarok, the Avengers and like Ant-Man and like all these kind of like lighthearted films, going back to the original Iron Man was a bit, as you say, a bit jarring. And, like, Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Well, then next we had the Incredible Hulk. And this is sort of the uh, black sheep of the MCU. It feels very different in tone and feel of the the rest and some people like it because of that and you know you have edward norton is as the hulk of course he would be replaced with mark ruffalo and i i think this movie is fine i think it's a little bit boring but i do like the final fight i i think it's pretty fun with abomination and the hulk uh but i don't know it's just kind of forgettable to me it's not one that stay with me or that i really feel much of a desire to watch again and so i don't think it's awful but it is actually my number 19 your number 19 okay um yeah for me the incredible hulk um it's it's very weird because a lot of these films i'm kind of like even that this is my number 22 this is my least favorite but i still don't hate it uh-huh. it's like I, still, I think it does have good moments but Again, like I said with Iron Man, watching that, like, not watching that first, I think that's the same with Edward Norton. If you watch Mark Ruffalo's Hulk first, Edward Norton's Hulk might seem a bit, you know, you might not get the same effect. And I think that's uh, one of the definite reasons for me. Because um, I didn't actually hate Edward Norton. I think he was quite good. But I think, again, another one with this is just, the characters aren't as memorable. But I think the Hulk out scenes are actually pretty underrated. And I do think, overall, the action is okay. But there are some things that just, I don't know, like, I mean, especially, I think, is it Tim Roth who plays the villain? Um, yeah. Yeah, that scene where he's in the field and he's sort of just, like, shouting at the Hulk. It's like, what would the, the Hulk wouldn't just stand there and watch that. So stuff like that is a bit, it's a bit annoying to watch. But uh, other than that, I do think it's okay, even though it is my least favorite, my number 22. Mm, yeah. All right. And then we have Iron Man 2. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, this one, it's it's not a successful movie, but it has interesting ideas. I think if they'd had longer to write the script, I think it would have been better. I think Don Cheadle was probably an upgrade uh, for Rhodey over Terrence Howard. I, I think he just has a little bit better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. And uh, I like the kind of the idea of Tony as this sort of celebrity and how he kind of deals with being a a superhero and and you know you get our introduction to black widow and and the the whole scene at the racetrack is kind of fun at the end i would say 
but it just you cannot have tony being so unlikable for so much in the movie it's just too much and you really you're just you really start to dislike tony stark which is not a thing that we want to have happen and so i think that's what makes it not work as a movie and it it just feels both both of the villains feel a little bit underserved to me uh with um sam rockwell's character and mickey Rourke's character and so it's just not not great i have it at number 20 uh yeah i'm actually quite a defender of war machine because a lot of people hate war machine uh-huh. um but i think he's actually i think i think he's actually really good in this i think this is actually his best film uh-huh. um, but the end when him and tony are back to back it's just a really cool moment and i do think whiplash is a good villain although like they do waste him but i think overall he, ha- he is okay and the racetrack as you said was actually a pretty fun thing but i do agree that tony is too unlikable despite and it doesn't really fit with his character in at all i don't think so i do agree that it kind of falls flat on that but i think this movie definitely yeah. is an upgrade in terms of action so i do have it at number 18 just one above the original iron man Mm. yeah i i think that i didn't know that war war was your roadie i didn't know that he was controversial i i really like do you do you prefer don Cheadle? Over? oh yeah i definitely yeah. prefer don Cheadle. well yeah. i mean well more about him being controversial i hear a lot of people are here like well more so in my friend groups and like my people who are close mm. to me they all they don't really like don't, him huh? yeah they would say that he's just like basically a second rate iron man but I don't think he is. I always, no. I always thought that he brings a lot more, to the, like a lot to the table. Yeah, no, I know. Really, like it, especially yeah. in the Russo films. Uh, yeah. The Russos really done well with him, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. All right, then we have Thor. I I really like a lot of things about this movie. I like the introduction of Asgard. I like Odin, Anthony Hopkins. I like course loki loki and thor a lot and i think that chris hemsworth is so charming and so great and i love him doing the whole fish out of water kind of thing he's so funny and and i think that cat dennings can be a little much in the movie and i'm not that big a fan of jane foster i think that her and uh, the natalie portman and uh chris hemsworth don't have very good chemistry that holds the movie back a little bit but i still enjoy it uh i have it at number 12 uh yeah so the first thor for me i i do agree with most points you've said there um and there are some just really cool moments and i do i love uh chris hemsworth's introduction to this character and i do i i like loki in this film because i like it when loki is being a villain because the banter with Thor is just really incredible. And the the part with the Destroyer was really interesting. And um, just in general, I think it is good. The only thing I would say that I kind of dislike is that the people on Earth, other than... I mean, I don't hate Jane Foster, but I don't really like the Stellan Stars, Skarsgård's character that much, or um, Darcy or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I think overall it's an okay film. And uh, it is actually my favourite of the original... Um, introduction movie so i have it at number 17 okay yeah i i guess it is actually my favorite as well of the original introduction origin movies uh so yeah i agree with you there 
All right. Well, next we have Captain America, the first Avenger. And I think especially the first half of this movie is really strong as we're creating Captain America and sort of his decisions and his relationship with Bucky, his relationship with Peggy Carter, all of that all, you know, works really well. I think it's, it's shot very well as far as just that old school look to everything i think works really well joe johnson does a good job kind of giving that feel but then i think the second hour uh just doesn't work as well (laughs) and i think it drags a lot i don't think that they use the red skull particularly well uh, despite a good performance by hugo weaving so i have it at 17 I do. There are some really good character moments in the first half before uh, he actually becomes when he's just Steve Rogers. Yeah, there are some really good character moments. The uh, the part where he jumps on the grenade in training is one of my personal favorites. Um, yeah. It's just it just shows that a lot of people say that like he's only like this because of the serum, but I think moments like that prove that he isn't. He's always been that protective and that loving and that you know sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the action, I think, the one thing that the other two Captain America films do, and like a lot of just other Captain America's like moments do better, is hand-to-hand combat. And I don't think this film really has amazing hand-to-hand combat, which is its main down- downfall for me. Yeah. And I think overall, though, it is okay. But I do, I do agree that the Red Skull was very underutilized. Um, and uh, that is what, uh, number 21. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, then we had the Avengers, and this was such a fun movie, in my opinion. Just seeing them all gather together, and I think them having a reason to kind of coalesce and to fight after Coulson's uh, death, I think makes sense and it works. And I think the uh, that Loki is the best in this movie. He's so good, and it's just. I don't know. I just love it. I think it's, I think Joss Whedon's banter is so fun. And I think the action is really fun. <laughs> I just yeah. love it. And I have it at number two. It's, yeah. it's so good. The Avengers is uh, pretty uh, incredible, to be honest. Um, yeah. It just caught of like, because especially when I was watching phase, when I was watching through phase one, um, as you can see by like my placements on the ranking, when I was watching through, I was sort of like not that interested. But then when, when I, as soon as I watched Avengers, I was just blown away and I yeah. understood instantly why this was such a popular universe. Because it's just incredible. The action is incredible. The way that they so perfectly managed to give everyone a character moment is incredible. Yeah. Um, and just in in general, the chemistry between these six heroes was just something that had never been done so perfectly even characters like nick fury and maria hill they have small roles but their roles are important still which is yeah something that they just managed to just crack really well and loki is also one of my easily my top three mcu villains in this film he's just incredible um and i have uh i have the avengers at number four yeah it's it's really, really good. And I had sworn off of superhero movies at that point when it came out. I was just like, these are terrible. And I I 
particularly didn't like green lantern it was yeah. so bad and uh and my so i didn't see it in the theater and my friends were like you gotta see it, you gotta see it you'll love it and so i <laughs> i put it off until it came out on dvd and i watched it and loved it and so i was back on board <laughs> yeah it's, in it's just incredible yeah all right next we had iron man 3 and i just have a lot of issues with this movie i'm not a huge shane black fan i know a lot of people love him but i i i think that uh he was just very self-indulgent in this film i think that especially the whole mandarin twist i think was very poorly done uh you have like an interesting somewhat villain an interesting character and you swap him out for a, another man in a suit like what it was it was really dumb and i think that there's some interesting stuff with tony dealing with his sort of mental health issues i think works and i i think it's actually a really good performance from robert downey jr with him and this kid uh, but i don't know i just find it frustrating to watch so it's one of my least favorite personally and i have it at 21 okay uh yeah uh controversially this is actually my favorite of the iron man's um because of that um, the way Tony Stark is used is really, really incredible. And, you know, it kind of, it makes sense if he'd have just, you know, he's been to space, he's seen everything out there, and then to just come back and just be it's his same self would not have made sense. So I think they did really well showing that PTSD. And then I think the kid was sometimes a little bit annoying, but, he, you know, he yeah. wasn't, like, unlikable. So I think that's why he worked. Um, the reason I love this film so much is just that this the scene where they're falling out the plane and he gets everyone to lock hands is just incredible. And um, I also really love the ending where all the Iron Man suits come into play and he's flipping from suit to suit. It's just handled really well. And then even Pepper Potts gets a moment. So it's just a really f i think a fun movie and it is very shame black but i think it kind of works but i do also dislike the mandarin twist but i have it at number 16 okay yeah that makes sense i don't know it's just uh it's a frustrating movie i think it had a lot more potential but they just went they just they were trying to be too cute they were trying to be kind of too showy and uh it's it's frustrating so uh next we have thor the dark world and i don't think this movie really is successful but uh, it has a lot of interesting fun set pieces and stuff that i do like particularly anything in it with loki and thor and i like the i think the emotion with uh friga friga and you know their mother i think that really works and i mean i don't know just loki and thor are so great in this but jane foster's the worst in it and the the villain mal malgant Malvin, is so bland and so boring and uh so i don't know it's just not that interesting. i do think the final fight at the end is kind of fun in between the different dimensions and stuff it, it works pretty well uh but it's number 18 for me uh yeah i think thor is i mean this is widely regarded as like the the, the, the worst mcu film but 
there's enough Thor and Loki moments for me to not have it as my least favourite. But yeah, I do agree. They gave too much of a role to Jane Foster, who, like, I've never really been a fan of. So, yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people who believes that um, a superhero movie is only as good as its villain. Yeah. Because I-, I need to care, you know, if this villain's going to really do anything. But Malkith, and even though he wasn't, like, completely... You, like he, it's not like he wasn't powerful. He just wasn't a good villain. He wasn't he's a just bland. Villain. He's so bland. Yeah. And it's really sad. But uh, there were some good moments. The Thor and Loki moment when, you know, you think Loki's portrayed Thor was actually handled really well. I thought. And I do agree that the Frigga death, because the Frig and the Frigga death that was also picked up in Endgame as well was like, right, made that moment a lot better as well. Agreed. Yeah. Who would know that uh, <laughs> Thor: The Dark World would become so important in a in Avengers Endgame? It was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so where did you have it? Uh, uh, I had it at number 20. Okay, good. All right. Uh, next, we had Captain America Winter Soldier. I think this is such a great job by the Russos of making their uh, Captain America movie a political thriller, basically. I think it's really fun. I really like uh, Black Widow in it. I really like, you know, Robert Redford as kind of our. our our villain uh, but also the relationship between bucky and uh and steve in this is really good and does they works really well i think the fake out with fury's death is a little bit not the best not my favorite but other than that the action's really great uh especially the one-on-one fight scenes are really well done and i just really enjoy it so i have it at number three uh, yeah, the hand-to-hand combat that I was talking about earlier that I thought they missed in the first Avenger was definitely present here. The whole uh, highway fight was like incredible. Uh, Bucky is one of my favourite characters because he's just been through so much and I think the relationship between Captain and Bucky is incredible but I like how they don't just, you know, they're not instantly friends again. It takes time and it takes, you know, a lot of beatings and then I think Falcon's good in the movie. And I also think um, Black Widow is also really good. But um, And I think the whole thing with, um, you know, finding out that S.H.I.E.L.D. is Hydra was just a really good twist that I wasn't personally expecting. So I think they did really well with this film. It's always been one of my favourites. And um, I have it at uh, number two. Mm, yeah. 2014 was such a great year for, for superhero movies in general and especially for the MCU. It was really yeah. good. Um, uh, where did you have the Winter Soldier in your ranking? Sorry, uh, number three. Number three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then we have Guardians of the Galaxy, and when this first came out, I was super high on it. I it it, it got a little bit lower to me because I wasn't a fan of the second one. Uh, I don't know. They just it kind of hurt it a little bit for me. Just some of these characters got a little irritating for me, but I still really enjoy it. I think the just the banter between uh, them all i like the idea of sort of this group of misfits kind of coming together and forming this sort of new team and family by the end of it the way that it uses music is so so great one of the best soundtracks and uses of soundtracks ever in my opinion uh i think that i don't know all the characters are so charming and funny and uh, it that's more than the story per se uh, the story is serviceable but i think it's more them getting together and getting to know these characters and i just really just 
think it has an infectious fun spirit about it. And so I have it at number seven. Uh, yeah, one of my, my my personal favorite character in the entire MCU is Rocket Raccoon, and the fact that he he gets so much in this film, and I'm that's something they do really well is they give everyone like great moments. Um, and you know I had an urge to watch it last night, so I watched it again, and it's just it just really is fun. There's never a dull moment. Like usually when uh, films like move around location a lot, it can get a bit a bit grading. But I think this one handles it really well. All the locations feel fleshed out and real. In general, I think it's really good. There is a little bit of like hard exposition in the middle with all the Infinity Stones, but I think it works because obviously, you know, we hadn't really known much about the Infinity Stones back then. And the introduction, the the, the first proper introduction of Thanos was actually really interesting. Um, but I think Ronan is a bit is a bit bland. I think he's, he he seems a lot better than he is. And um, I do sometimes still have a few problems with the fact with the dance battle at the end. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But overall, I do really enjoy it, and the action is really good. And like you say, not just the uh, the soundtrack as well, like the actual uh, score that they use is actually really good as well. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I I have it at uh, number five. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Then we have Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, so this movie, I think, has a a lot of fun stuff about it i really like the going into the backstory of each of our characters i think we learn a lot particularly about about natasha i think that is really moving and i think getting to see sort of the darkest fears of uh of tony of cap of you know it, that it it helps i think the t- tony is so dumb that is is a little bit hard after he's such a smart character in the first three movies uh but him you know making ultron and then making vision and not only just him but bruce as well just being so dumb because it's a little a little frustrating uh, to watch and i think that they could have used like quicksilver a little bit better but i like the introduction of scarlet witch she's really good and I, I think that you know it's a it's a big epic battle you know kind of movie and it has some fun moments with that but it's it's not as successful as the first avengers that's for sure uh but uh and i do like ultron and i like vision and i especially like that moment between the two of them at the end i think really works but i think uh it they could have used it even better but it's 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 an okay movie i don't hate it but i mean i loved it when it first came came out but it's definitely not as good as the first avengers um anyway i have it 16 yeah i think the biggest reason why this movie doesn't feel as good as the first avengers is because well the first avengers was like interesting to see all the people meet for the first time this film didn't really seem to like build on those on their relationships like as much as i thought it would have Mm-hmm. so they still didn't feel like real friends but the action i think was really cool the floating city was kind of cool and yeah i do agree that ultron is really and so there are a few people that like to give ultron hate but i do think he's pretty good i think james spader does do well in the role but yeah i do agree the whole the, the main problem is just they kind of seem to make tony and bruce dumb just for the story and hawkeye's family was a bit just yeah, get yeah a, too know, much get, time at that house yeah, a little bit too much. It just, it wasn't as in, it wasn't really that, it's not like 
a bad scene. It's just they kind of introduced the family and then didn't really give them anything to do. So it was like, you know. But uh, yeah, I think it overall the action is, is okay. Though in the Hulk Buster versus Hulk fight is actually pretty. Uh, yeah, that's true. Pretty incredible. So um, pretty incredible not to make a pun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I have it at uh, number 13 okay. in my ranking. Okay. Yeah, I have it 16. All right. Next we have Ant-Man. I really enjoy Ant-Man. I think it's really a fun little heist movie. I love Paul Rudd so much. I think that Evangeline Lilly is kind of flat as hope uh i think that she improves a lot in the sequel personally uh but i don't know i other than that i just think it's a really tight fun little movie i really like uh i don't know just little details like the scene on the the railroad track at the end is fun and what i think that uh, while not the greatest villain i just i still i just like I, I guess I like Corey Stoll as an actor a lot. I think he's super charming. So I I give it his yellow jacket a lot more credit than maybe other people do just because I, I think he's so such a fun actor. Uh, but anyway, I really like Ant-Man and I have it at number nine. Uh, yeah, the first Ant-Man is just really good. I think it has some of the best pacing out of all the MCU. It never feels like you never get bored of a certain moment or anything like that. I think it's really interesting. And I think to make a film about ants was, and you know, do it well was actually like really incredible. Um, <laughs> about Ant-Man. I mean, if you told me I like, would like an Ant-Man movie back yeah. in the day, that would be something else. I wouldn't have believed yeah. you, but they're so no, funny no. and I just really enjoy it. So I think, yeah, it's really funny. Michael Pena is incredible. Yeah. And I also think the relationship between Scott and Cassie is also really admirable as well. Oh, really, yeah. She's a very good uh, actress, the little girl. So where do you have it ranked? Oh, I have it um, number 12. But yeah, um, I also think Michael Douglas is really incredible too. Yeah, yeah. All right, then we had Captain America Civil War. And I really like this movie. I think that it really builds up the, the uh, tension and relationship between... Uh, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers really well you really see where each of them is coming from uh, that you know Tony wants that protection he wants to give up some of his agency for the greater good whereas Steve has just seen Hydra get infiltrated into S.H.I.E.L.D. so the last thing he wants to do is give up his agency to some governing body and so the, their perspectives and their their ideas make sense and their conflict makes sense. And I think uh, all building up to, you know, the airport scene, which is a lot of fun in my opinion, I, I just really enjoy it. And I think that Zemo, he's not the greatest villain as far as, I mean, his plan would have to be just perfect in order to work, but I think he has an interesting idea and he, I don't even think he needed Zemo. I think you could take him out of the movie and it would have been just as good but he's serviceable i guess and i just really think it's the dynamic between captain america and iron man that works so well in this and so i have a number six i think like what you said um the fact that they managed to build both sides of the argument so perfectly to the point where you know you've literally got fan debates was just really well and like you said like both both tony and cap had reasons to be where they were 
And I think yeah. that's just really used well. I think the introductions of Black Panther and Spider-Man mm-hmm. were just used really well. Ant-Man as well. Ant-Man was used perfectly, I think. And um, yeah, I think it's used very well because obviously it's one of the most important films in the whole MCU because it sets up so much. And yeah, it's just really interesting because even though, and the airport fight is very, very good, obviously, but that final fight is just so, so, so intense. And so the, yeah. the, just the way that they both, both uh, Chris Evans and uh, Robert Downey Jr. just perfectly act in that final scene. And it's just, it's really incredible. And yeah, I have it at number six as well. Very good. So, okay. Yeah. Then we have Doctor Strange. And I like Doctor Strange a lot. I think that uh, particularly sort of the journey of his character, like he, I know a lot of people, a lot of people say he's, uh, you know, Iron Man light, but in my opinion, uh, he gets tumbled, I think a little bit more than Tony ever really does in the first Iron Man movie. And I think the whole exploration into uh, the magic world the cosmic world of the mcu is really fun i like uh the ancient one i think in his relationship with her really works i think the villain doesn't really work very well isn't the greatest although i do love the dormammu scene it's so fun uh so i enjoy it i like the visual effects are incredible and i have it at number 10 uh yeah the visual effects effects are really interesting and the way they use the magic is like they don't use it as like oh he can do anything but like whenever whatever he does with the magic it never seems like over the top which is really good um the only reason i would have it a little bit lower is just because it feels a little bit too self-contained to fully you know be one of the better mcu films but i do think the action is really interesting that whole middle fight in the uh, in the new york sanctum is really interesting but yeah the villain is a bit bland and i think other than the ancient one and doctor strange i don't think there's many other good characters they wasted rachel mcadams yeah that's so true it's it's good but it's a little bit too too safe in my opinion so i have it at number 15 okay interesting all right then we have guardians of the galaxy volume two yeah so this was a big disappointment for me yeah it was the first one that i ever really kind of truly disliked that i saw in the theater um i just felt very frustrated with the structure of the movie i felt like it has basically three kind of sets of villains and i i felt like uh, some of this some of the writing didn't really make sense to me as far as particularly these this sort of mutiny on the ship against yondu I didn't really understand what their problem was and why they were behaving this way. And I just felt like the biggest mistake of the movie was them dividing up the group that had just been assembled and that worked so well as a group uh, that they, they took characters that I liked and made them annoying to me and particularly Drax and his just continual, just the same joke over and over and over and over again uh you know making fun of mantis and that was just very old to me very quickly and i i just didn't really love ego i thought that especially things like the david hasselhoff joke was just so out of place and i don't know i felt like things that were really special about the first one like the music uh, felt kind of too on the nose here too like they were 
as opposed to just being like this fun little bonus, it felt like it was so, everybody was so self-aware of it that it wasn't as fun. Like when you have in the middle of the opening fight, them kind of worrying about what music is playing, like that's not as fun as this sort of little thing that's in the background that, oh, that was, that was really cool. And I don't know, it just all felt very on the nose and I, I I just don't think it's a very well structured, very well done movie. I think it has some nice emotion at moments, uh, but I I don't think it works. And so I, it's my least favorite. I have it at twenty two. Mm, yeah, uh, it used to be one of my favorites. I remember when I first watched it, I really enjoyed it. But like on rewatches, it has definitely gone down um, quite significantly. It was originally like number three for me, and it's now number eleven. Um, and like, yeah, that's just because I think it still has enough fun action, but there are just some things that they do which kind of get on my nerves. Like ego, as much as I love, I used to really love ego, but like on rewatches, you kind of just realize how much he is just there to give exposition. Yeah. Um, and then also the fact that they gave Star Lord this really cool power and then just kind of like took it off him straight away. It wasn't really that good. The stuff between Gamora and Nebula. Um, wasn't that interesting and as much as i love mantis in the mcu i don't think in this film she really does enough to to really like cement herself as a character um yeah i do agree drax isn't as good in this film uh but baby baby Groot is cool and yon and i think yondu is really good in this film yeah they do set up way too many things i think it's like the group of with sylvester stallone and all that they they try and set up way too much um and it kind of is too hard to take in. So that's why I have it at number 11. Yeah. All right. Then we had Spider-Man Homecoming. And yeah, this one's really fun. I really like this version of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I think that uh, the idea of him being sort of the protege of Iron Man is fun. It, for the most part, I think it really works. I, I think the whole idea of it sort of being a high school movie, a coming of age story it for the most part works i think that uh they could have him uh, being spider-man more you know swinging through the city i kind of missed some of that that you get in the other spider-man movies and i i do think the vulture's pretty fun uh, i think he was a little people saying he's better than loki was a little much for me but once i got kind of away from the hype i did enjoy enjoy it particularly that scene in the car was really fun uh, and I think it's just overall a real enjoyable movie. I, I, I guess I didn't love it as much as some people, but I think it does a good job. I, I think that some of the things like him having an Iron Man like suit and some of the other stuff, maybe is a little much. Uh, and I think that some the MJ and, uh, the other girl weren't the greatest, but it's, it's a fun movie. I have it at 11. Uh, yeah, I do think that they do well to kind of just build on Spider-Man from Civil War. It really does feel like a good continuation. I like what they did with Aunt May. Um, not doing like the like elderly Aunt Mays like they've done in the other two. Uh-huh. And I like that they didn't have to show like Uncle Ben's death or anything. And I think they just handled it all quite well. And yeah, I do think the action is really good. But like I, I do agree that I wish he was just like like OG Spider-Man a bit more like webbing people up you know swinging around them and things like that 
because he didn't really he was using his Stark suit a bit too much. I didn't mind the Stark suit, but I don't really need to see another superhero just using like loads of like gadgets that are there for just to kill one enemy and then never get used again. So things like that were a bit annoying, and I do agree that the Zendaya character and the Laura Harrier character were a bit just not really interesting. But I do his relationship with Ned was really good and. I do like his. I do think they used Tony Stark very well in this movie. They could have easily, like, Robert Downey Jr. could have easily taken over this movie, but he didn't. So that was pretty good. But uh, overall, I do have it at number fourteen. Mm, okay, good. Yeah. All right. Then we had Thor Ragnarok, and this is, I think, such an entertaining movie. I absolutely love uh, all the interactions between Thor and Hulk. I think that. Uh, it's such a funny script i like all the side characters i love korg he's the best i think that uh the cape blanchett has a lot of fun as hella as the villain over the top uh but i don't know it's just such an entertaining joyful funny rewatchable movie i love all the style of it i love all the action i the only thing i i guess i don't really like is that giant wolf isn't my favorite i think it looks really cheesy uh but other than that, I just love it. I have it at number four. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like three weeks. What we were saying about Iron Man 3, how that feels like a Shane Black film, which doesn't work. Thor Ragnarok feels like a Taika Waititi film, but it does work. Yeah. And his style is just, his style just translates so well with Thor, um, Chris Hemsworth comedy. I'm glad they finally got to give Chris Hemsworth like a chance to be the comedian that he is. Yeah. He, the stuff with loki felt very good oh. the stuff with hulk felt very good that scene when they're like in the elevator him and loki is the best it's, it's yeah, so it's good it's, and yeah the uh and valkyrie valkyrie was also a very interesting yeah character. um and i think they just did a lot of good things in this film it's it's hard to really watch it and dislike it because it's just so light-hearted and so interesting um, the only one main gripe I have with the film is Odin's death, and not necessarily the death itself, but it looks very, very fake. It's very obvious that they're on a green screen. That part does kind of get on my nerves, but I think it's actually, I think it is really interesting, and they do a lot of good, just great things in this film. So that's why I have it at number seven. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, it's super pretty high. All right, then we had Black Panther. So of course our our Oscar nominated film, <laughs> um, but I think. I was fine with it getting nominated because I really enjoyed it as a movie. It's, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was fine with me that it got nominated. And I think the whole dynamic between T'Challa and Killmonger is really good. And you really get to see his perspective because he is right in, in a lot of ways. And he does impact T'Challa in the end. And, I think all the side characters are the best in this. I think the whole building up of of Wakanda is really great. The mythology, the lore, they managed to do it without being boring. I think that the movie when T'Challa is, people think he's dead, like section of the movie in the middle, drags a little bit for me as far as that. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. I know a lot of people have complaints about the the action in the final act. I don't really care about that. That doesn't matter to me. Uh, so I have it at number eight. Uh, yeah. I actually do think this film is just a tad, tad, tad bit overrated. I think it's still really good, but 
people saying it was like the best MCU film. I don't think it is, um, but I do think that the characters all around are really good. I really like um, Nakia. I love Okoye. I love, love, love Shuri. Yeah. Shuri is the best. And Killmonger is one of the most incredible villains ever. Um, and they really do well at building the relationships between characters. Um, the only characters, I, the only character I really wasn't that much of a fan of was the Daniel Kaluuya character. Because um, he was very just like, he was on their side, then he was on T'Challa's side, then he was on Killmonger's side, and they just kept throwing him out, throwing him away too much. Um, and the rhinos were a bit CGI. Other than that, I think the action's really incredible. The hand-to-hand combat is really good, and the South Korea action scene is just incredible. I really like it, and I love um, Ulysses Claw in this. Andy Serkis just does an amazing job portraying that character as like really over the top, um, and that's why I have the I have Black Panther at number ten. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm sort of pretty close on that. All right, then we had Avengers: Infinity War. And, of course, I appreciate this more now after seeing Endgame uh, because, you know, you get to see where the, how it all ended uh, for real. And this is just the first part of our, of our epic ending. Uh, but I, I, think that, I think they do a great job with Thanos in this, explaining his point of view and where he's coming from. I think that it has some really amazing moments, particularly with Thor uh, coming down you know with his hammer and Wakanda that worked so well and I I also liked a, a bunch of the little sort of buddy moments the pairings that they did I liked Tony and Doctor Strange I think works really well I think that uh, Thor and Star-Lord worked really well uh, so I think that's the strength of the movie for me I felt like the pacing was a little uh not the best and that i think that some of the action felt kind of repetitive to me and i personally just still don't think the ending really works because since i know it's all very temporary to me it falls flat and you don't get the emotional payoff and again it's not the true ending so i'm fine with it but I don't know. It just all kind of feels flat to me because uh, it's, it's just so obviously not real. And uh, I don't know. That's what it didn't work for me in that way that it did for a lot of other people. Uh, but I have it at 13. So I definitely raised up in the rankings because of, uh, because of Endgame being so good. Uh, yeah, I think it's just the scale of Infinity War is just massive and I do think they managed to match it quite well. Um, I agree with you that the the sub-teams are just really good. Um, I think the main battles of the Wakanda battle and the Titan battle are really good. But, um, yeah, like you say, it's very obvious when you're watching it that the ending isn't... Well, it's not the ending. I think it is paced a bit weirdly like for example like you see like like Doctor Strange and that whole set piece is set up in like the first 10 minutes where like Doctor Strange is abducted and then you don't come back to that till like an hour into the film so it's like oh yeah I forgot this was here um and sometimes the other times are a bit off but uh, I can't deny how excited I was watching the film so it it isn't my number it's my third favorite film because the action is just so interesting and so 
massive and I think they just accomplished so much with this film yeah so where do you have it uh number three okay uh all right then we had Ant-Man and the Wasp and I I think this is a pretty entertaining little movie it was a nice break after Infinity War I think that Evangeline Lilly is way better in this movie than she is in the first one uh, which is good because she's you know more of a lead character and i i think that the ghost is actually pretty decent villain i i think that she has some good you know motivation but i think it feels just a little forgettable it's just not to me it's not as good as the first one and a lot of people like it better than the first one i just don't agree i don't think it's as tight as far as the script and I wanted more of my team of misfits, uh, a little bit more. Michael Pena it would have been fun. But overall, I still like it. I have it at 14. Uh, yeah, I uh, I am one of those people who likes it more just for the Wasp. I think the Wasp is just such an incredible character. And I like that they're not, like, straight away just, you know, happy with Scott. Michael Douglas still hates Scott Lang pretty much throughout the whole film. Um and I'm glad that they did give Michael Douglas the um, glory of getting Michelle Pfeiffer back. I think that was really good to do. Um, the action is very good, but I think that they showed a lot of it off in the trailers, which was a bit disappointing. But things like the big, like the huge Pez dispenser was really cool. And um, just in general, the way they go from... The visual effects will always be very good for these films. Um, and yeah, Ghost is, Ghost is really interesting because she's not really a villain but she does still pose a threat i think so it's really interesting and i do think that the uh, acting throughout is actually really good so i do i have it at uh, number nine okay good all right then captain marvel so captain marvel i i really enjoyed all of sort of the buddy moments between her and nick fury nick fury is so fun in the movie I liked, you know, everything with Goose was really fun. I <laughs> enjoyed that. Overall, I thought it was fun as far as the action. I thought I liked the the sort of the back and forth between her and Jude Law was pretty good. I liked the uh, the, the sort of the surprise twist of the scrolls. I think worked pretty well. So there were a lot of things I did like. I think similar to Ultron to me, it gets in this in this sort of second act it gets kind of stuck at that house and gets a little bit boring for me. And uh, I think the, some of the, it had some weird parts. Like I don't really understand uh, this, the Supreme one, I guess the, uh, the Annette Benning character I thought was used weirdly. And I think they could have had more action. I liked that on the train, but there, there wasn't much, else beyond that uh but overall i i still liked it well enough i have it at 15 uh yeah i actually really liked captain marvel too i don't understand why people hate brie larson so much i think she's yeah. actually really good in the role um and the action was good it, sometimes it's a bit hard because of how strong she actually is but the train the train fight was really good i thought and uh yeah her this is my actual actually my favorite nick fury film I yeah. think he's so good in this film. I'm glad they gave Samuel L. Jackson like a chance to really be a more comedic Nick Fury. Um, yeah, I do really like the villain, the Jude Law villain. Actually, I wasn't actually expecting him to like have been, you know, because he's villain. not like a true villain. Yeah, and uh, at the end, when you know he said when he calls back to the first scene, saying like, you know, 
fight me without your power and she just like punches him straight across the desert like it's pretty funny for, they, they do there is actually like a lot of funny moments and yeah i do agree goose is actually really funny um the only kind of grope i had was the uh the tesseract and i don't really think it was necessary because then it kind, of, it kind of messed up the timeline a bit in my opinion but overall i did really enjoy the film and yeah i also really like the scrolls as well so um i have it at number eight okay very good yeah i i, I don't know i liked some of the 90s things and I have to kind of think about it as far as where it puts the yeah the tesseract and everything like that, especially with Endgame. But uh, but anyway, it, it that's always less important to me. I know a lot of people it's really important, but the continuity is less important to me than the fact that it's just you know fun movies. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I still have to kind of put the pieces together, really. <laughs> but then we have Avengers Endgame. It's really hard because this is you've got your recency bias, and you know. So who knows? Maybe in a year I will have it a little bit lower. But I just I've seen it three times. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was an incredible ending to these twenty-two movies i thought it was moving i thought it was exciting i thought it had everything that i could want i i was really happy with the ending for all the characters i loved the time travel element but i love time travel in stories i'm you know i love doctor who i love back to the future i love uh the you know and, and they're they were really clever about how they uh applied the time travel because they talk about it creating this whole another reality you know that they're they're not going back and changing the past what they're doing is just getting the stone so that they can make a new future they were just really careful about everything all the choices that they made uh so aside from loki was really the only question that i had like where did loki go and i, I guess we're going to find out about that in his series but other than that they i felt they tied everything up really well and i i was a big fan actually of chubby thor and a lot of people didn't like it i liked it because he he's always been a character that responds to hard things by by being sort of the the butt of the joke and to me it made total sense that he killed thanos finally but he was a failure he he was a complete failure he loki died and then the the rest of the people are vanished he's supposed to be this leader and he failed and so him becoming this alcoholic uh to me made sense and uh, i thought it was actually really moving when he has that conversation with frigga and uh i liked the fact that he didn't change like he still was like if he'd had some makeover moment for lack of a better word uh, where all of a sudden he was buff again i i think that that wouldn't have been as good as the fact that he was still worthy uh, to mm. yield the hammer i thought was really cool and i just i really liked it and that ending with him becoming one of the guardians basically is amazing and i'm so excited now for guardians of the galaxy volume three where i wasn't as excited uh because i wasn't a big fan of two and i i just i thought it was the perfect ending for uh tony stark especially i just thought it worked so well i i even liked a lot of people didn't like the the girl power moment i thought it was fun i thought it was harmless and just 
you know, a fun action moment. I thought everybody had their moment. And I just, when everybody comes out of the sky uh, in that final, to have that final battle, it's just, I just about died. It was so exciting. And I just love it. I think it's amazing. And the fact that, you know, Captain America got to spend his life with Peggy in the end uh, was the best. And I mean, basically they're going to have, they're going to have to find some place where they're never going to come into contact with the other version of themselves uh, for it to work as far as plot holes and stuff. But I don't care about that. It was fine for me and I just really enjoyed it. And I have it at number one right now. We'll see if it stays there. But right now I just thought it was an incredible experience an incredible moment at the theater and i just love it i think it's amazing um yeah it's just so so incredible it was the first film i've ever seen like on opening night midnight showing so it was just really exciting for me i finally got my first instance of an audience cheering when um uh, cap picked up mjolnir my theater started. oh yeah that was amazing yeah. I, I, you know, I turned as you know, I turned to my friend as that part was happening, and I was like, I just, it just hit me that Cap, that that was going to happen, and yeah, my my cinema actually clapped, and I, I've never been more excited for anything than when that final battle was setting up. Um, I think Professor Hulk was amazing, and they just did so much right because it feels like two films in one, but like two very, yeah. very, very good films in one. And I think Ant-Man was perfect. I actually really liked Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, Well, and a lot of people weren't as crazy about the sacrifice of Black Widow. But I really like it. I mean, I think it's cool that that the in the end everybody is saved by the sacrifice of somebody with no superpowers i think that's really cool and it worked for me i thought it was moving and uh i i think that it would have been wouldn't have been as good if it had been hawkeye because he would have been doing it for his family which whereas for black widow she did it for the the love of her of her avengers family and in particular but also for everybody but i just think she had more noble more noble intentions and I, I i thought it really worked i loved it and uh, i i don't know i just i just thought it was such a great experience and such a great movie yeah. so it was just the uh the cameos as well like we've already spoken yeah then also robert redford i was not expecting that oh um, yeah the ancient one was awesome oh. it was just you know because people have always said that like oh where was dr stranger in the avengers and like they answered that and like we did see the ancient one actually protecting the sanctum so it was really interesting and you know when that scene when they first uh, time travel back to new york and professor hulk sees you know the original hulk and you know he's you know he's wearing his shirt and he has to rip it off and pretend to be like old hulk was just really good yeah um it was was just um it was just the comedy was just incredible and once again sort of like uh infinity war just the subunits that they put the characters into which is really fun yeah. um even war machine and nebula which was like a really random pairing was just still really fun and yeah i think the film was just incredible and like i say when the music is swelling up and everyone's coming out of the portals it's just the excitement it's just incredible yeah i do think thanos is a little bit worse in this film i think he's a bit more monologue but 
it wasn't his film anymore. It was the it was back to the Avengers because Infinity War was Thanos's film, whereas this one was the Avengers taking it back. And so I think they were just perfect the use of Thanos. The the two nebulas confused me a, was a bit like I kind of wish in that last moment when Nebula shot Nebula that that also killed Nebula because I think that would have been a really interesting way to go out. But yeah, and the uh, the women. Part. It didn't feel forced either. It felt like those were just the women, especially Pepper Potts in the rescue suit was just incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they gave everyone just such incredible moments. Um, like Ant Man punching that giant worm thingy. And then when Captain Marvel came in, you know, it was just yeah. incredible. They used her so well, I think, Captain yeah, Marvel. They didn't overuse incredible. her. You know, and I, I like how, like, even though she's really important and really powerful, she's still, like, not, like, 100%, like, indestructible. Like, Thanos does manage to knock her. She, he, when he throws his knife at the quantum tunnel and it blows everything up, it's just incredible. And, yeah, the final sacrifice was just amazing. It was so good. Um, and, yeah, I think overall it'll just be very hard to ever top the excitement. Mm-hmm in a battle ever again because that final battle was just so packed with like everything good Mm -hmm. yeah so where did you have it in your ranking uh number one ah all right (laughs) very good okay well let's read over our list since we kind of had it all over the place as we did chronological so i have avengers endgame at number one i have avengers at two i have captain america winter soldier at three i have thor ragnarok at four Iron Man at five, Captain America Civil War at six, Guardians of the Galaxy at seven, Black Panther at eight, Ant-Man at nine, Doctor Strange at 10, Spider-Man Homecoming at 11, Thor at 12, Avengers Infinity War at 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp at 14, Captain Marvel at 15, Avengers Age of Ultron at 16, Captain America the First Avenger at 17, Thor, The Dark World at 18, The Incredible Hulk at 19, Iron Man 2 at 20, Iron Man 3 at 21, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at 22. Uh, Yep, I have um, Avengers Endgame at number 1, Captain America The Winter Soldier at number 2, Avengers Infinity War at number 3, The Original Avengers at number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy at number 5, Captain America Civil War at 6, Thor Ragnarok at seven, Captain Marvel at eight, Ant-Man and the Wasp at number nine, Black Panther at 10, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at 11, Ant-Man at 12, Age of Ultron at 13, Spider-Man Homecoming at 14, uh, Doctor Strange at 15, Iron Man 3 at 16, Thor at 17, Iron Man 2 at 18, the original Iron Man at 19, and then Thor The Dark World at 20, Captain America The First Avenger at 21, and The Incredible Hulk at 22. Okay, great. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this with me. So it was yep. definitely a of lot course. of fun. And yeah. so, yeah, let us know if you're listening what your ranking is, where you would have the MCU, what you think of the MCU as a whole, uh, maybe what phases are your favorites let us know in the comment section or on twitter be a lot of fun and uh, so where can people find you uh, reese online uh i'm on twitter at uh, reese's reviews 
and I'm also on YouTube at just my name, Reese Taylor. And those are the places that you can find me. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. So definitely check that out. And uh, thanks so much again. And uh, we will have to get together. Maybe we'll do another uh, smaller video once uh, Spider-Man Far From Home comes out and we get our yeah, true... Something for Toy Story 4 because we both love Oh, it, yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks so much. And we will talk Thank again you. soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.